is today the astrology tarot day or is that next week no that's next week that's next week i know i can't i feel like i ask that every week okay <laughs> just checking so what is the plan today <laughs> I didn't, I didn't accuse you of 100% venting. No, that's true. Like that, somebody. That was somebody else. Yeah. Not name. I mean, it's on the record, but... Now it's on a podcast. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Hi. It's like we never left, if you listen like to it continuous. So for the record, Neil was 100% venting. <laughs> that, for the record... I was not. For the record, I'm not 100% sure what that means. So that's the Among Us. That's the Among Us. And the other day we're playing and Andrew said, it was Neil. I saw him venting. And I was like, not venting because I wasn't the imposter. And I was like, (laughs) "Um, I don't think that's that you saw me venting. But Definitely. no, that's not how you. That's not even how you answered. Here's how it went. No, I'm sure I answered a lot more aggressively than that. <laughs> not, yeah, no, that you, you, weren't aggra- you weren't aggressive at all. That was the problem. It was. <laughs> it was like Neil was venting. Her percent. I saw it, and you're like, "Well, what can I say to that?" Like that was that was your first oh, rebuttal. Is, what oh, can I was, say? Is about that Because I, I was kind of yeah. Shell, I was shell shocked. Because the, the, <laughs> let's talk about Among Us since we're already there. The problem with sure. Among Us is. Is it the moment that everyone goes into the chat, if you are that person on the end of the accusation, the first accusation that gets tossed out, right, it's very difficult to defend against because it's like it was X, it was Neil, it was Andrew, and everyone's focus goes to that person. And all of a sudden, you have to sort of really defend yourself. And unless you've actually got an alibi because you were with somebody the whole time, it's really difficult to... (laughs) And so when you just accused me of venting, I was like, because I was totally unprepared for it because I wasn't venting. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. You know, and it's a great tactic if you're the imposter, oh, but you weren't the imposter. No, he wasn't. No, I wasn't. No. I think, <laughs> I think the part. issue was my internet that night. It was a little bit spotty. But earlier in that night, you did the exact same thing to me. I made a mistake, and I remember it, and I think I said I was sorry, because you were you were black. I already said I'm sorry. <laughs> no, and I, I'm sorry, too. I, I mean, of course I'm sorry, man. I'm always sorry. But no, I did do the same <laughs> thing to you, because I, 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 me- I messed up. I guess you messed up, either way. Anyway, it's funny. The only it's- difference is I got them to kick you out. Yes, but I didn't. I, did I not get him to kick you out? I don't remember. No, we kicked you out. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was getting so fucking annoyed with that game because it seemed like no matter whether I was the imposter, wasn't the imposter, <laughs> accused people, didn't accuse people, for the first half of the evening, it's like, Neil, fuck, kick Neil out. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? What What did I do? You either need to work on your lying or you need to work on your uh, justification or your whereabouts. A little bit of both here. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, because I almost never know who the imposter is. So whoever talks the loudest in the chat, I'm like, yeah, sure. No, no, so no, no. You I would have... totally have followed Andrew down this black hole to kick you off. Yeah, but you have friends and you haven't played with us the last few times. So it's like you I don't even friends. count. 
you have friends and you're oh. hanging out with them. Real friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, those shit. friends. Like, shit like too cool friends. for us. Yeah. Mm. But someone did join us. Neil's wife joined us. She did, and she's actually getting better at the game. She enjoys it more than she did originally. I'm happy she enjoys it, but she is the quickest to throw a vote out there. So You know what? She uh, is a little too fast, and I even <laughs> said to her, because like, we'll all be discussing, and I'm like, you can't just throw the vote out because it makes you look, it makes you look suspicious, for one, I think. And But again, she's still kind of learning, but... I think what it is, is is she very quickly makes a decision that people either have an idea who it is or it's going to be 90 seconds of just nonsense. So she's like, oh yeah, God. this is crap. I vote this person out, but I'm just going to vote whomever. So, you know. <laughs> Which it's funny and I'm grateful that she's now starting to not just immediately vote me off. Which is great because say- I'm getting to play a little bit more. I did enjoy it because I think she played when I was playing one time too, and I enjoyed having other people on there that also did not know what was happening. Yeah, it takes a few nights of playing. I would say, I would say three or four games of playing on the same map for an hour or two to really get the sense of the game and where things are at, and kind of get the vibe for it. Yeah, Anyways, but, that was Among Us this week. That was it. Was fun. It's fun times. I wasn't oh. the imposter once. Among the entire night. Oh, Andrew, you're the imposter every time we play, whether or not you believe it or not. You're the third imposter saying that Neil 100% vented. You're just getting innocent people voted that off the ship. That was one game. Mm-hmm. But you and know what was funny about that game, Andrew, is that you were very vocal that game, more so than usual. And it led me to believe, and I think I even texted Marty this, that on, on, on Discord, I was like, it's so Andrew. Not only did he, not only did he frame me, but he's so active. And it wasn't you, which was surprising. It's like you, you had a game where you got some energy, and you were like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead this investigation like Sherlock Holmes or something." I think you. I think he even lost that game because I died first. They voted Neil off. They did, and lose. we were the first yeah. two people there. And I was like, "I, I believed you, Neil." I think I Caitlin think... was the imposter with um, Deanna. Deanna or something, because the previous one was me and Caitlin. Because Caitlin won two in a row as the imposter, which is pretty good. Because oh winning as the imposter is a lot, lot harder, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a lot oh, harder. I, hate, to... I fucking hate yeah. being the imposter. My dream night would be just me being a crewmate the whole time, just fixing things. It's very stressful. Yeah. It's, it's like real life. It's just like, oh, I'm done with work. I'm going to go to Among Us and fix fucking reactors <laughs> and uh, fucking trash compactors. <laughs> at least my work matters when I go to Among Us. It actually finishes. Which That's is true. like the video game of my <laughs> life. Work that actually works. <laughs> that was Among Us Corner. Well, yeah. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah did not join us. She did stuff with friends in real life. You already said this. How... No, he's really salty about it. Hannah, what did you do? Uh, we carved Pump- pumpkins. I thought, yeah, did you do the cat pumpkin? Oh, yeah. Or I did. did. You, you I have did something else? Do an Among Us ghost. I ended up doing a cat better than I thought it was going to be because uh, someone brought stencils. So I, did, I have a cat. Stencils I'll, is, I'll is, tweet is a it. win. I yeah, know. Stick it's it on cheating. the stick it on it's, the Facebook. It's way more to me it looks more like a Pokemon, but it's like a cat's profile with the moon. It's very artistic. But it, what Pokemon does it look like? Does it look like I um, was kinda of thinking like Eevee or something. 
Okay. I don't know my Pokemon as well enough to picture yeah. that in my head right now. It, isn't Eevee like the fox kind of looking one? Little foxy brown looking Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. and like... Why do I know I that? I kind of feel like this cat... I feel like the cat ended up having kind of like sexy curves. Not like cat-like curves. <laughs> not, not flumpy curves. Sexy not curves. Flumpy curves like my cats. Um, yeah. We do. Someone else we do did the exact like same. The, the furry creatures did the exact same carving, and we didn't even talk to each other until we put all our pumpkins together. We're like, ah, two cats, but <laughs> two cats in profile under the moon. Who did the other cat? Uh, my friend Paige, who has a cat as well. Wow. Speaking tricky. speaking of cats, speaking of cats, my cat came home today with three cats. One of them is a Roma cat, so the moment you let him out every day, he's gone. He doesn't come back. Sometimes he doesn't come back for a day, but whatever, he's the one that falls off. Because it's so windy here. Yeah. This ca- oh, The other two cats didn't want to go anywhere today. They, they wanted to stay inside the garage because it's just too windy. And this other cat fucked off, came back. It's a black cat, but it came back kind of a gray-brown cat <laughs> because it was covered... I mean, absolutely caked in dust from the, I guess from the wind and whatever whatever the fuck this cat's been doing for the last ten hours, just utterly completely caked in in dust from all the wind. Quite amusing. Which we should. I dare also- you to try to wash the cat. Well, I said that. I asked my wife. I'm like, you didn't try to wash the cat, did you? Because cats don't like being washed, <laughs> and. Uh, She's kind of new to cats, so she doesn't really know what cats are like. Um, and she's like, no, I just left him. I figure he'll probably clean himself, which is pretty much true. He will. Yeah. It's a hard life being a cat, though. Cause it kind of, especially if you cut a bunch of dirt. I know, you're covered in dust and like yeah. you've got to clean that shit. It's kind of nasty, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they get themselves into that situation. That's true. Yeah, they do. It's, they only have themselves to blame. We also get ourselves in those situations, but we could take a shower. Okay. Well, they just take showers differently. Cats can take a shower too. Cat could jump into a lake. Theoretically. You, no cat I've ever known. If you known. really want to, you can lick yourself as well. Just not your elbow. I couldn't get I my tried. whole body. No, you can't lick your elbow. It's impossible. My elbow's a pretty clean part of my body. It's okay. Mm. Well, chalk that up to things we learned this week. <laughs> I almost asked, what's the cleanest part of your body? Discussion topic. Nope. nope. For Hannah, it's the elbows. <laughs> the cleanest part. Well, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt right now, too. It's not getting anything on it. That's a great question. See, that what? is Neil. a great question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna this one out. Neil, you go ahead. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the abdomen. I think the abdomen is a close second. It's always almost always closed. Yes, exactly. And it I was gonna say the butt, but you know. Nah, I um, wouldn't I wouldn't count the butt. Like, yeah, and then feet get sweaty. Maybe um, like move around. Back, Sometimes wearing t-shirts. The back, I don't know. The back, yeah. I think the abdomen, because I think the abdomen is better. The back's more inclined to get sweaty than the abdomen, which, yeah. All right, we figured it out. Marty, you agree? You so say you're going with your back and your abdomen? No, 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 no. Not I'm back. Go- Back's out. I'm going with the abdomen for at least for me. Uh, uh, uh. I'm 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 gonna go with my thighs. I mean they're wow, in jeans. Really? Yeah, they're in jeans. They get hot in there. No, yeah. 
Not okay. today. My office well, has been fine. freezing cold, so that's true. You don't um, have heat. Um, uh, so you know, shower, towel, jeans. Like they're covered all day. They're not warm. They're not sweaty. So, like, I think I have pretty clean thighs. Awesome. Elbow, abdomen, thigh. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> Andy's not Andrew, participating. <laughs> to all of our listeners, participating in this don't leave us hanging. <laughs> She's like, what are don't leave doing? us hanging here. What's the cleanest part of your body? Oh, I, I already know the cleanest part of Andrew's body. You want to know what it is? What is it? It's his top of his head because he always oh. wears a cap. <laughs> no, because he walks around and he's sweating in that thing. In no. I don't know if it's funny. I thought you were going to try to say his mind, that he doesn't have a dirty mind at all. I don't think I would go for that one either. I don't, I don't know but, about that. I've never, I couldn't speak to that. No. Come on, Andrew. What is it? What is it? I, I don't know. The inside of your wrist. Further, That's... further the discussion. The inside of your wrist is but, probably quite We're clean. not letting you off the right. hook on this. Okay, here's the deal. I bet most of it's dirty at the end of the day here. I'm not going to go with the inside of the wrist. That's close to the hands. Your hands are touching things all day, even with all the hand washing and you and know, the and the COVID and all the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. Um, yeah, I don't know. Earlobes. It's your earlobes, isn't it? Your eyeballs. I was thinking Gross. eyeballs, but I, th- I felt like that was kind of cheating. It was. It's totally cheating. It's cheating. Okay. Well, I'm going to cheat. Eyeballs. Next topic. No. Do you have one? I have two. Okay. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, no. I thought you meant eyeballs. Topics? No. (laughs) Not at all. All right. Then I was going to ask you guys if any traditions for Halloween. That's a good one because I don't know what I'm actually going to dress up as. I'm still trying to figure that out. And it is fast approaching. It's like, what is it? It's on like. Best costume. What day is it? Thursday? Saturday. No, it's Saturday. It's Saturday night. It's the perfect fucking day for Halloween. Saturday. It is the perfect day in the worst year ever. It's the worst year ever. Yeah. No, it's yeah, the but actually it's... going somewhere, Andy? Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with some friends, carve oh, some see, pumpkins. Andy can go hang out with friends, and it's fine. He lives in Idaho. <laughs> they don't believe in COVID. Um, we believe in COVID, but, I mean, we've been socially distancing before. It's cool. Yeah, there's like... Nobody in Idaho. They're like way far away anyway. Yeah. Anyways, ideas for costumes. Well, uh, well, I have two two kids who already have costumes. So because they're kids, you have to get them costumes. My son is a dragon. My daughter is, and she came up with this. So it's probably just made up a moon nymph. Um, Sounds made up, but I like it. Yep. So that's what she is. Some kind of elfy thing. And me and mum, we haven't got any idea what we're doing. Well, I do have a question on this, because doesn't your wife spend a couple months before like planning out their Halloween costumes and like make them? Haven't we had that conversation no. before? Uh, she's done it once or twice. She's not like super obsessive about that. Like this year we just bought everything. She, I think she made my daughter's last year because what she asked to be it was like impossible to buy a costume that fit what she wanted. So it's like, okay, how can I like sort of make it? Um, but no, she doesn't really. I mean, again, like we said before, this year Halloween is is it's more of a of a close knit affair than it is uh, a, a celebration among 
tons and tons of random people, right? Because we're just not, people aren't doing it as they were before. But uh, yeah, so I, I've been, I don't do Halloween. I mean, I'm English. Jeez, like we don't do Halloween. That's, oh. I think I think they do now more than they used to when I grew up. But Halloween is definitely a, an American-centric holiday. Um, but having come here, I've done a couple of things. But with the kids, the only thing I've ever really done is I think I did like a witch-type wizard thing once. And I've done Waldo because I bought one of those like $30 you know, all in one from a Halloween store, but where's Waldo? And I think I've, I've just gone with it, man, like three years in a row, <laughs> Waldo. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't like to actually like buy a costume. So I just try to throw something together with the stuff I already have. Uh-huh. What did you throw together last which year? Which is what, yeah. I actually had two costumes last year and they were both really good. I don't think I can ever top them. So the first costume, I dressed up as Dick Wolf the writer of Law & Order SVU, but I just dressed up as a, as a wolf with a name tag that said Dick on it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I was so proud of that one. And then uh. the other one saw very science-specific, but I dressed up as a logo of a scientific company. It's a butterfly. Isn't that... What was, this, what was the logo from the Lost? From Lost? I got the, the, the scientific company, like, responded to my uh, tagging of them. I felt very, I felt very seen. That's free marketing. I know. That's why I was like, pay me. <laughs> it's like, where's you're, my sponsorship money? You're graduating pay soon. Me. You can hit them up for a job. Well, they are New England Biolabs. I could move to New England. I mean, why not? More sponsorship. Uh, I don't know. Marty, uh, what I, about I you? can't see a future right now. Right now, I just see this lasting forever. Uh, you're graduating. You got the clearance to graduate from your 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 board, so you're good. Um, as for me, Halloween, I I don't really like Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, too. we've been yeah, over this before. Know. I forgot. But you're like the Scrooge of Halloween, right? My my go to one of the things that I used to do uh, program wise is I used to keep, teach. Uh, I called it a program called Zombie Science, so I'd teach microbiology in the terms of the zombie apocalypse to get kids interested in that and so i'd have a bloody lab coat and i have these um lab gloves and um these welding goggles and i have a a white wig and so i just look like a mad scientist um occasionally then i've uh mixed up a a clean lab coat and just been doc brown or just a scientist but that's usually my go-to throw it on every year like that's it but um, since I'm not teaching that program anymore, that thing hasn't come out of the box for a year or two. So um, I probably will be nothing. I'm going to sit at home and watch The Crow. That's what I'm going to do. See, that's nice and spooky. That's fine. Can't rain all the time. Uh, I don't think I'm going to dress up as anything either. Like We may or may not get together like on Saturday night, but it just doesn't feel the same. Well, and I'm going to assume that we're not playing Among Us on Saturday because it's Halloween. If we do, that would be sad, probably. Yeah, kind of a little bit. (laughs) But it also wouldn't be out of character for us. No. No, We're a very sad podcast. (laughs) But no, I still have no idea what I'm going to be this year. I, I always have good ideas throughout the year, but I can never remember them once this time comes. 
I mean, now we're we're the week. You could dress up of. as a virus. You could dress up as a Corona bottle, but be the coronavirus. No one's doing that. I know, right? I'm just. <laughs> should we be topical or should we be? Because uh, you could also be Tiger King. Uh yes. Which, I'm sure that'll be overdone as well. With a lot of other people. That's true. That would be. I don't know that Andrew owns anything as flamboyant as the Tiger King. <laughs> he has the jeans he has the boots the shaving the beard might take a little bit oh that'd be weird i'm sure you can find somebody to pierce your ear uh, um, min- many times but um, you need a tiger i mean who's gonna be well, you either need just... a human being to be your tiger or you need to get a real tiger or a stuffed tiger he oh. can be it get a stuffed no, tiger stuffed tiger Marty, you'll yeah. really like this a friend uh the couple a couple that I know, well, we're going to dress up as Calvin and Hobbes. Aww, that's great. Uh, that does make me happy. But they're not anymore because we're not really having a real party. Oh, but it would have been very cute. That just ruins it. <laughs> it's ruined well, it. 2020 just My... steps on our dreams again. I mean, it, it it literally is. And even being a Scrooge about Halloween, I fully understand that this is the once in a lifetime best time to have halloween not only is it on a saturday so there's no work the next day blue moon it's full moon so it's, it's, so a, it's blue a blue moon, moon. Yeah, yeah it's a blue moon my uh, crystals are getting cleansed that's cool <laughs> okay question for the group what's a blue moon <laughs> two full oh, moons in one month marty knows two full it, moons in one andrew month. is correct plus oh. one andrew everyone else <laughs> What is it? Two it's new like moons? A, it's a beer. It's a beer. But <laughs> beer. Um, but then it's also daylight savings at the same time. So not Halloween is on a Saturday, but then we also fall back one hour. So those Halloween oh parties God. have an extra hour. I didn't even realize that. And yeah. it's before it's still before I know whether our country is going to die in flames or not so i'm still like a little hopeful we are well, not the country's gonna be fine the country's here. gonna be fine either way i think I, I think that there's whatever happens it's not gonna be nice it's, it's, whatever happens you'll still have this podcast to come listen to yeah i don't know you were sounding really down about it pre-game pre-show well, okay well that's not making the show so you guys don't know about it i'm not down about the podcast <laughs> Spoilers. I, you know, I, just, I was just thinking you know, we could talk about why we podcast. Like, why do you choose? To, uh, Hannah, you don't count because you've only been here maybe 10 episodes, right? Oh, it has to be you 10 by now. You're not already here going back into work, into a cold office and complaining to us about it. All right. Yeah. So I Every asked them, week. I was asking these guys, why do you podcast? Why do you do it? Are there any negative effects? And Neil just dismissed it right off off the bat but i guess we'll just pick, <laughs> it, pick it up and go I, now i didn't dismiss it i mean to be fair to answer the question you didn't phrase it that way originally you i think you said what are the negative things about podcasts not why do you podcast what's the which is the positive right i don't think there's too many negative so that's why maybe it sounded dismissive i don't find it particularly negative the only negative thing for me and it's very minor and it's very boring. It's just the, you know, the domesticity of it all. Like I have to make sure that I'm available at eight o'clock and every Monday my kids are like, let's read a book or let's play cards. And it's like, no, not today. It's Monday. I got to do a podcast. Um, 
But other than that, I have no negatives to speak of. I enjoy doing this podcast. Yeah, but do you ever think your kids are going to look back and listen to this? And they'll be if they like, do... That's why dad was blowing us off? Um, I was about to say, if they do, and you're listening now, children... <laughs> Um, oh, should we give advice to the old like kids in the future? Yeah, please know that all the things you may have heard up to this point, which is what sixty podcasts or seventy podcasts, we're past eighty. Eighty, okay. eighty podcasts. I may not be the person you thought I was, <laughs> um, but I love you, and uh, it's just fun times. You know, you got to sometimes you got to just like not take things too serious. That's... They would have that moment that we've all had where we realized our parents are actual human beings. Uh, real people, exactly, right. And just, or just remember, far weirder than they thought. Just oh, remember, boy. he didn't put you in the microwave. The fact is, if they got I to wouldn't. podcast 80 without <laughs> fucking going, I don't know, without whatever, then good for them, you know? I you, know I've taught you well. Resilience, fucking plus 10. And the other thing is, <laughs> if if they listen to this podcast when they're older... They're more dedicated to it than Neil is. That's probably true. <laughs> and they've listened to 80 more podcasts than I have. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would listen to a podcast from my own parents. So you're probably no, safe, Neil. I'm Your probably, secrets are safe. The only reason they would listen to this podcast, there's two the scenarios that I see. I die a tragic death and oh, they no. wish and they wish they had gotten to know me. Or or I become super famous and then I die a tragic death and it's like, oh, like my dad was super famous. Like he did really cool stuff. So we have to listen to his podcast. So, I mean, number two is not going to happen. Number one, you know, that's just the roll of the dice, right? But anyway, moving on, (laughs) (laughs) bringing it down. I'll shut up now. No, it's good. I like it. It's a future message to your kids. Marty, what about your future kids? What's your future message to your future kids? Oh, yeah, that we've already shit all over your future kids a couple times. <laughs> Sorry, future Marty kids. <laughs> this is Aunt Hannah. <laughs> They're in a fucking crazy dimension. Uh, well, future kids, uh, I, I'm going to take this moment to apologize to our, our for our audio quality <laughs> in the early That's episodes. Yeah. <laughs> It got it got better, kind of. Um, so if they made it this far, then you know, um, good for them. You know, a record of their dad's voice or something like could be cool to look back on. I know from my dad um, having tapes of his grandmother is something that he always kind of cherished and in interviewing later, interviewing her later in life, and you know. So, so that he can still kind of hear her voice and everything. And um, he played the tapes for my grandma before she passed. So um, if that can be a kind of a semblance later on of when they're older, uh, if this medium is still around, if Andrew keeps paying for the site to be hosting our, our, uh, our product here, you know, but hold on, probably forget hold, about it. Hold on. You're paying for hosting Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm paying for the domain, right? Yeah. Just, Marty, don't forget that. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> uh, Marty's I future want credit for my $10. To this, I hope you've learned accountability by now because you're not going to learn it from this podcast with your dad. Or your father. 
And by the time you listen to this, your father has taken a motorcycle trip down the the west coast of, of California and to Vegas and various other places. And how was it, Marty? Was it was it exciting? Was it an amazing adventure? <laughs> I'll tell you when after I'm back. <laughs> Just know, kids, your dad was cooler than you think he is. Right, right. Hey, and proof that he kind of has friends. Uh, I do like the idea of like, like a time capsule—not a time capsule, but like, yeah. My mom has like her mother's diaries from when she was a kid, and I'll get those eventually. And my mom has some stuff that I'll get eventually, like that. I will, I will want to read them and just see what they were actually like. I uh, don't want anyone to read my fucking journals, so keep that in mind. But, but I do well, like <laughs> you best burn them then. <laughs> I guess why, why don't you that... want anyone reading your journals? Like, if you're dead, it doesn't matter, right? I guess it doesn't matter at all, actually. Yeah, you can read them. I'm dead. I'm not going to have future children, so I don't think that many people are very interested in my, my journals. Okay, well, how about this? For purposes of the podcast, if you're to expire, where can we find those journals? Hmm. It'd be great content. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it could oh turn God. this whole... It's it could the, turn the ship around, Hannah. I'm, it, it's oh God, the way high for your voice Hannah to continue on in this podcast. Uh, well, they're back there in my bedroom, and they're in my desk drawer right here. They're close to me at all times, so I can burn them. I really can hope I, you don't die, though, because I'm really Thank suspicious. You. Can I have your cat? I have two cats. Can, can I have a three-legged cat? Yeah. They're both cool. three-legged. Oh, oh, well, that's easy. So they come in pairs. Cool. <laughs> I don't have to, like, distinguish between the three and the four-legged. I just pick one up. No. Sir Wobbles is cool. <laughs> he's an asshole, but uh. he's cool. And Morris always wants to join the conversation, which he tried to do earlier this evening. Mm-hmm. He got his claws on my chest. Andrew, what about you? What, what, do you, what are you uh, going to say Oh, to your future children? Oh, nothing. This isn't for them. Hold on, that wasn't Stop the point. Stop listening, Andy's children. What, how did it become future children? I thought, what were we... I think you that did. Was, <laughs> that was all you, Neil. Yeah. No, I know, but they didn't be... Like, that turned into the no. theme. But the original yeah. theme was not that, right? I, Just, why do you do it? Why um, do you... Okay, yes. And I guess negative impacts if there are any, right? So, I mean, I guess why do it? Now, I have no idea. Because I thought I'd get better at editing. I'm not. <laughs> That's a downer. That's a downer. Is that know. true? I Is that true? Uh, I plateaued. That's for sure. But I do enjoy coming on and talking to you guys. You know, because I, one thing for me is like, I don't really sit down and have a dinner with family very often unless I'm visiting them. Right. And so we're not eating, but it's a good chance to sit down and talk with people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or drinking. So. I mean, I, I completely agree with that. Like, I think the podcast, because what I like about it, the cadence of just once a week, that, that commitment, just sitting down, relaxing, having a beer, talking in a very casual manner, and just, like you say, it's kind of like family. It's good. Yeah, I like having the schedule and, like, having this to look forward to. I feel like... Even more so than how I usually feel since we've been in this pandemic has really got me like wanting to reach out and like maintain a lot of my friendships. So, so, so after 
this pandemic subsides, are you still going to be on the podcast? Yeah. Hell sure. no. She's fucking out of here. <laughs> She's out of here. <laughs> She's okay, like. Mondays is a quiet night for me usually. So yeah, sure. <laughs> wow. Such conclusiveness in that answer. Yeah, sure. Such, yeah. Commi- such commitment. If you will let me come. If you let me stay. And I'm in agreement with you guys. Like w- with the COVID stuff, um, definitely you know getting a set time to talk with you and just maintain social interaction even through distance is is better than nothing like mental yeah. health is huge and so um and as we become more distant in the world um with lives and jobs and things moving and whatnot um a way to keep in touch um like i've known andrew for a number of years and as he's moved and i haven't it's been a way for me to, you know, maintain a friendship that I've had for a number of years. And now that Hannah's back in the podcast or back or she now that she's on the podcast after she had moved away to grad school, uh, we we kind of talked here and there, but we hadn't been consistent. We're not consistent. Like as if I met if we met in person, we could hang out just fine. But we weren't consistently talking. Right. And when we were friends in person, like we were hanging out pretty much every week, every weekend or something. So, oh, yeah. Um, and then now to have you back in my life in some capacity is great. And I, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. And so um, I know because I've lost track of you and Andy. Not like, you know, but. And I met Neil, and Neil's like a good addition. I mean, I'm the fourth wheel, obviously, because you guys all knew each other previously, but... Hold um, on now. Hold on now. I might My- be the fourth wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I joined up, like, wheel. episode 70. <laughs> I originally wanted to do this podcast with Neil, and then Marty was playing Rocket League, and it just works better with three wheels, and then why not four? Like yeah. a car. <laughs> um what did you originally want this podcast with you and neil to be about i just wanted to get him known better really okay. like the guy is that what uh, it was really not no quite like that. <laughs> no we not talked that about doesn't it sound, that doesn't sound right <laughs> no. well you know there's a lot of things we talk about when we're playing rocket league right uh-huh. and not all of it always happens but this podcast did so did getting mm. perp on the podcast but definitely a lot of things happen. Things <laughs> a lot of things don't happen. I think a lot of it came out of that we actually, when we were playing Rocket League, had some pretty good early, good conversations. And you were just like, yeah, we should do a podcast like, and record this. Yeah. And then that's kind of how it spiraled into this. So... Something along those lines. Have you heard of the, there's like 35 questions you ask someone to like fall in love with them or whatever, but they're like 35 questions and they're really interesting questions that could provoke some discussion if we needed it. Wait, what? I'm what? just trying to plan things. Sorry. Are you saying, saying that you want us to on. ask 35 what? questions to fall in love with each other, Hannah? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Not it's only not that, but you're trying to I've... plan mid-podcast for another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I like it. Mm. But. Oh, God. <laughs> I just thought of it. It I, came out of my mouth. I thought the fourth wheel was supposed to stabilize things, not just upheave it in the middle well, of it. 
Bitch, please. I brought I brought something to this podcast. Is this just a question, though, I have to ask? What is this? 35 questions that have been, like, um, researched and studied to proven to be, like, 35, like, well no, put together questions no, to no. is that what you were saying it's probably <laughs> just a list of questions that you find on a website no it can't be dates. no that's in the new york times <laughs> okay uh, okay and there i would have to google it again i'm not really sure but there's like you know right. easy mode moderate mode hard mode but they're like i did it with a, a friend of mine when we were traveling in europe and did you so fall in we love with them no but it wasn't going to happen. We both like the same sex. Um, but, like, we talked on this train a long time. And, like, you know, you talk about, like, what your perfect day would be like. Or who you'd invite to a dinner party. Like, you know, you get to know each other pretty well. This all sounds entirely too touchy-feely. It's very... Well, it was uh, really funny because we were on this train in France. romantic movie We were on this life. train in France doing this whole conversation. And, of course, I have some shitty answers to questions. And- He's better at answering questions, but there are these ladies we were sitting, so the ladies were sitting across from us watching us, and they just laughed the whole time, and I'm almost 100% sure they were French ladies that spoke English and just listened to us the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) They pretended not to understand you, but they were just mocking you. I was like, oh, you're hearing all about my shit. All right, this is going to lead to a very awkward podcast. I'm in. (laughs) I'll look it up. I'll see if it's vetted, if there's any uh, experimental data behind it for Andy's sake. No, it it's right here. I have it. I'm looking at it. Oh, New York I, Times. I think it sounds it's... great. I mean, it's probably not going to happen today, right? But no, no. It's, it's a plan for maybe in, uh, whatever. No, it's not happening future. next week. Next week's we got to revisit our tarot. Oh fuck! So yeah. oh um, well, here's a heads up of my tarot. I'm taking this entire week off of work for my mental health, so I'm not going to meet anyone at work. That was so that I attitude. Know, I already know that one's feeling. Well, no, that's not. No, 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 no. But just because you don't meet someone at work, are you referring to that in context of the of the love card? Well, or the I can't remember exactly what my tarot was, but like it, it was something about finding that's love. That's next work. week's episode, guys. We're getting ahead of okay, ourselves. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, we're too far. We just we so bring... we're too quick okay. on this podcast. We just make things happen too quick. Yeah, we're making plans for other yeah. podcasts. We're talking about <laughs> next week's episode. Yeah. We're rehashing right, things we've already talked about. Uh, okay, fine. Let's circle back. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. This episode's just kind of in limbo between the past and the future, and we don't know what to do with it. It's very present. meta. Well, you're supposed to enjoy it. Apparently. Okay, are we? Okay. Do you believe in God? No. No. Marty, simple yes, simple no. It's a big question for a podcast, Neil. I figured I'd try to change the tempo a little. <laughs> just, I was like full stop. Just I was like, just fuck it, man. Let's because we're kind of stuck, and uh, and I there's a context. I had a uh, in quotations conversation with my wife yesterday about this very topic. Um, I didn't want to have the conversation, but she did. Um. So that's in fresh in my mind, Marty. Yes or no? Yes. No. Yes. Our deciding vote, yes. Andrew. What What do you mean deciding vote? Do you not get a vote? No, I don't vote. Why not? I am God. <laughs> well, I definitely <laughs> no, don't believe. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't. I just thought it was fun to have a deciding vote. It increases the tension. Uh, deciding vote. Um, <laughs> 
I will say simply yes. Okay, there we go. That's it, guys. It's a fact. Two to one. Two to one. It's fine. Well, where'd that go? Yeah, it didn't actually I go anywhere, did it? It was, it was very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I tried. <laughs> so we we did talk. Well, I guess we didn't really talk too much about it, but we had watched that movie mm. and we had Ed on where we talked cool a little movie. bit about religion, but we haven't talked about religion or politics on this podcast. Yes. I feel as if politics is more off um, off limits, actually, than than, yeah. than religion. Because religion is like, you can talk about religion without getting too heated, especially, I don't think any of us are super religious, right? So it's not like we're all going to get super upset, but politics is like... Well, I don't think fucking... you should get upset about politics either. I mean, the whole point. No, but, pe- but people do, talking especially and right discussing now. Is, yeah, but they shouldn't, and that's I, their fault. I if agree. They do. Yeah. I agree. Not, with you. Let's not go down this road because I have so many things to say. There you oh, go. She's See, getting upset. Even there's always. About I'm it. telling you, but there's I'll always say, pe- there's people that want to talk is, about politics. Religion is fine because I don't really mind at all what anyone's religion is, as long as they don't try to force it on me. And that's all. Don't you feel the same? Do you not feel the same way about politics, though? That if someone no, I don't because I think politics has an actual direct impact on my lives. And right now, it's not even politics anymore. It's basically whether you have human empathy or not. Feelings are pointless. Is that a quote from me? (laughs) (laughs) Probably, actually. (laughs) Just if we're going to go here, like, did anybody watch the Social Dilemma? No. Uh, I tried. I fell asleep. You fell asleep? Marty, no. Okay. It's a show on Netflix. It just talks about the... Um, it's actually about social media and its impact on, on culture and young people. But it also addresses the issue of politics and how um, due to the, you know, due to the rise of social media in the last um, eight to ten years, it's um, it's created a, 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 a divide uh, like it's bigger than ever between um, political viewpoints, and the reason being is that um, people with political view, you know, whatever you, whether you're right or whether you're left, because of the algorithms that run through YouTube and through all the social media feeds and through Facebook, um, we get fed. You know, our feed is is act is our is our news, and so that feed has been engineered literally via an al- via algorithms to push to you content that you tend to click and that you tend to watch so if you're left leaning you watch a video you watch a left leaning video the next thing you get is more left stuff and vice versa so information or truth has become distorted and driven to the individual and so what we've created what's happened in america is um there's never been more a more like it's one thing to be you know to be democrat or republican but at the moment it's like if you're a democrat and someone says they're a republican you're like you're fucking the scum of the earth and vice versa right they the the hatred is so intense between the political viewpoints and the reason is or they're hypothesizing is because your news feeds through these social media you know consumption points and through regular news too have become so polarized 
and what you get told you can literally flip between channels and it's like on the one hand you're living in a country in which there's no covid everything is fantastic and on the other side you know it's completely different so each side looks at the other side and says i don't understand how come these republicans don't see um the stuff going on in the world and the republicans are like how come these democrats don't see what's going on in the world and the reason is is because they literally do not see it because they are literally only getting the news and the videos and the information to that side that they're more likely to click on which is it's not politically driven it's not driven from the government it's driven from the social media aspect it's, it's driven from the, the the way that we consume information these days which is based upon keeping you watching rather than giving you a fair and balanced point of view on everything so um yeah i don't know that's I can, that's the premise I, of the show yeah. um it's really more about social media as an addictive um phenomenon and how like younger people have gotten sucked into social media, but it does touch somewhat on this political aspect of how it's driven people to become much, much more radicalized and polarized than ever before and much, much more single-minded and less tolerant of other points of view because they never get that other point of view in their, in their news anymore. They don't get the counterbalance. They don't get the counter argument. So they just receive essentially what it comes down to is brainwashing. So we're all brainwashed not in an evil way, not in an intentional way, but we're brainwashed into a feed of information that we just tend as individually have a proclivity to, um, to, to, you know, to click, to watch, to, to, to be interested in. Yeah. It's, it's a byproduct of the technology of the times. Absolutely. And yeah. we haven't found a way to deal with that yet. No, we but, haven't. And, but it's having social consequences that are so far above and beyond what those companies originally intended it for. It's like Twitter, YouTube. They didn't. They didn't intend that. But it is a byproduct, as you say correctly, of what's um, uh, you know of of the usage that they see. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm not. Also, oh. I was going to say I'm not saying they intended to do that at all by any means. But say. Oh, I, I guess you're talking about, you know, not getting news any other places. You know, when you're younger, this divide wasn't there either. And do you think that's because parents had a more balanced way of viewing news and passing that on to kids? Because I never remember that. I didn't watch news when I was a kid, right? But I didn't really, like, I picked up a little bit of I, I don't think children's minds are... Um, children, they're still forming. Their minds are still forming at that age. Mine's still forming at this age. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I also think that, I mean, as we increase the technology, there's just more and more places to get news or at least opinions given to you. Like, because I just know, like, my parents, when I was a kid, my parents just watched the local, the local stuff, and that's it. We didn't have cable or anything, so we just got that information. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think, think it- too, that. How media has changed since then has changed political parties so that they are more black and white now than they used to be. Because it's easier to get out a 15-second soundbite than it is to get out something that has substance. Well, part of the part of the argument as well, and this it also touches on this, is because the algorithms are focused into sub-segments of the population, 
if you have a message, so if you are the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, or as they go on, as they talk about in the in the video, uh, if you're a Rus- the Rus- Russian, Iranian, if you have any kind of agenda, any kind of message, religious, political, that you want to push, then you can buy that audience because that audience has already been pre-identified through these systems. So as a con, again, a byproduct of the technology, in fact, is the, is the, um, changing tactics of your political, you know, instruments. So Republicans have done a phenomenal job, actually, way better than Democrats. Way better. Yeah. Of, of figuring out that social media, uh, formula and being able to reach the people that they know are already either far there or on the edge and that they can sort of influence by buying into that audience just through these social media networks and through places like YouTube. And likewise, like, you know, it also has made the the ability to um, interfere with an election much, much easier because you can essentially focus in on radicalized points of view identified by the algorithms and push your messages to them, which only increases or it only... It only, um, um, you know, magnifies the brainwashing and the message that these people are already getting. So you've just got to find people that are ready to hear that point of view. So I agree with what you're saying, Hannah. It's like um, it's way more polarized and they're very different to how they used to be. But in a way, I think that's also a consequence or a side effect of the of them adapting to the way, you know, it's their way to succeed, basically. And they're going to do it, right? They're going to do what they, whatever they can do to take advantage of that. And the, those that have come to recognize that sooner have done more, have been more successful. I think Republicans, if we're talking politics, have been a lot more successful at that than Democrats. Um, hence why I would argue you even have Trump in presidency today, but, um, yeah, they've done a great job of those like one-liners, those slogans, pushing those messages into the right audiences through the systems. Um, it's been very successful, very, very effective. Marty, I also you're... feel like, oh wait, I was going to toss it to Marty after I say this. Yeah. I also feel like um, these 15-minute sound clips are easier for us to digest because the government the law is actually very hard to understand because I was when I was doing my voting looking at the props that I was supposed to be voting on, I'd say at least half of them, I'm not 100% sure whether or not I made the choice I actually wanted to make. That's by design. Because they're worded so poorly. They're worded so yeah. poorly no, and so that's by design. Well, by I design. Know. I was going to say, they're worded, they're meant to deceive. No, you, I don't. No, you, you don't want to know. There's they, they write those, and there are actually lawsuits on how... Uh, propositions and things are written in the voters pamphlet um, so that it's as neutral as possible and if it comes out with a specific word choice that is used it will have a negative impact and there like there are lawsuits and things that are filed by different things and lobbyist groups over that kind of thing like it's it's designed that way on purpose Um, like that's why it matters who your attorney general is for your state is that new because i'm not from this country like we're talking about all these other things being new is that proposition like um you know language a new thing or is that always been that way 
it's been that way for a long time. Hmm. I don't I can't give you the date off the top of my head, but it like that's done specifically for a reason. It's become more prevalent and more hyper focused. Sure. I may understand not wanting you present a very biased view, but at what we're doing now it ends up that I'm not I have no idea what they're talking about. I tried, I tried to do the research. I tried to be conscientious, but it's just a lot of legalese most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we went through them and I thought, okay, I don't even vote, but most of them were okay, but there were three or four and I was just like, I have no idea how to unpack this one to make an informed decision. So, is it, I see you went to politics. Is it my, there we go. Is, it my is it my turn? Do I get to yeah, talk? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, Marty, you're you 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 are obviously politi- political science, and of... I was just talking about the social media aspect of of how it's influenced politics. And um, yeah, go, Marty. Uh, Soapbox. As as the resident social scientist of the group, um, Neil, a lot of what you said is right, but a lot of it is also wrong at the same point. Um, it's not, I didn't say it. I'm just saying what the video said. It's not that the political spectrum in the United States has gotten wider. It's that people are more entrenched and they're being told reinforcement of their political beliefs or things that they already believe. So they're just becoming more entrenched in things that they already – that they know to, believe, to be true. And one of the things that makes it appear that the political spectrum is widening is that historically – the conservative base, not even using the word Republican, but the conservative base is an issue voted or an issue based block that they have one or two things that they traditionally use as what motivates them to stay within that voting or that ideological base. Now, the more liberal or um, left leaning block is more focused on a variety of different topics. Um Black Lives Matter, um, abortion rights, women's rights, everything. You can go on and on. And depending on where your stance is on any of those issues will change. And that is that's a more fluid side. Um, Because of that, it's not as stable. And so that's where a lot of the swing votes go. And that's where it moves things. Um, As we talk uh, global climate change, you know, that's one of those issues where it can swing you one way or the other just based off of that alone. And so it's it's not as on a solid ground um, with those ideolo- ideological beliefs. Now, when you're talking Facebook, it's also or different social media, it's also counting the alg- algorithm just based on how long you have a specific ad visible and that you keep your eye focused on it or not, whether you not you click on it or anything. Um, I come from the time where Facebook, you needed a college email to gain access to Facebook, um, where you know it was a way to keep in touch with friends that you went to school with in high school, and then you got to see where they were in different schools, and it was like, oh man, I got like so many different friends in all these other locations, and then also how many friends you got, and that was kind of it. But once they started the news feed where you didn't check Facebook all the time and you got updates on what changed and then they opened up that um, that you didn't need a, a school or a college email, that opened the floodgates to what we know Facebook 
and Twitter and everything to be now because now everybody had it and it became this open source. And it's not so much, Hannah, that you can only digest a 15 second sound clip, but now with technology and you flip over your phone, do I got a message? Not flip it back over anything. That's about the the time span that you have in the change of technology to absorb information. Like, you know, you have, that's, that's what we do when we're driving on the highway going 60 miles an hour, you know, 50 years ago going 45 or 55 was fast. And now we're going 70 or faster. So like we're processing information at a much faster, rapid rate. We have everything at the touch of a keyboard. We have Google, we can look everything else up. Um, there's YouTube videos on explaining everything. There's Wikipedia. It's not like you're sitting there and learning topics. Like we just absorb so much more information uh, at a faster clip. And so 15 seconds is roughly what your brain will comprehend before it gets bored and wants to move on to the next topic because it's always moving. So right. with that, the, the sound clips are taken out of context. And so when you have different candidates who need that soundbite, that's what gets played. That's what gets heard. That's what that's that's the story. And when you lose that, now you're getting journalistic or lack of journalistic integrity where opinions are coming in and they're taking things off the soundbite and you're not being forced to get the whole story. You're getting a more global instant access from all these different sites. Growing up, you might have, or like even 20, 30 years ago, you might have only had 12 channels. Now you have 600 channels at your fingertips. So are you watching countrywide news? Or are you watching the local news? How many people still watch local news? So what's going on in their specific neighborhood? It's, it's a change. And so it's also a cultural change too. Like families went to church, families like knew people around them and now it's more separated and like, it's just not the local um, homegrown values um, that are driving things. You are now a product of the society that's online, that's in the social media and that changes and it, your kids are growing up in different ways and people are growing up in different ways. Um, my honest opinion Social media led to President Trump. I 100% like, believe that. That's, that's where I'm at where it's, oh, hey, it's this movie star kind of thing. If you go back to Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan was a not a great well-known actor. And then eventually like, he became into politics and then ascended. But he had a career in politics first before he went. And he didn't go from a businessman, reality star to president. Like there's just a different kind of thing. And so now... With all of that, it's like things are just, it's at a tipping point. This is a spiral. And so I could go on and on, but we're. <laughs> no, really, you no, should, no, you no, should watch those. You should watch the, 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 the video, the, the movie, because it kind of says a lot of what you said. Um, and its focus is exactly what you said, except that that 15, like to summarize it, that 15 second soundbite that you do get exposed to is the 15 second soundbite that is is curated and carefully delivered to you based upon your previous behavior through the through the tracking mechanisms that exist and the algorithms that exist and all of the technology that that occurs i know i work in this industry i mean i've, I've worked in this for 15 years i i it's what 
we do is what my company does i mean it's what i do for a living not in a nefarious way but simply it's simply the mechanics of online marketing and advertising and the ability for a technology company to service uh someone with money whether that be coca-cola or the russian government or trump's political campaign doesn't matter the point is is you're you're using technology and artificial intelligence and machine learning to feed a message to someone and that 15 second soundbite yes our brains our attention spans have become so limited um, especially for the younger generation obviously we're a little older but they have grown up with this this has been like suicide like it talks about suicides within those demo- mm-hmm. within those age ranges the con- you know connection actually the number of people that have young young teens that have been on real dates with real people compared to historically there's so many horrible facts you know just simple numbers um, and statistics is statistics you can take you you know you can spin it one way you can spin it another way obviously but um, you're right, Marty, but I guess the thing is, is that because that 15 second soundbite is, is curated, the funny part about it is, yes, a Trump can deliver that 15 second soundbite to you, but so can anybody. So therefore, it creates this, this playing field in which actually the power, the real power exists within the technology companies not really the marketers they have the money but the technology companies are the companies that without they're the enablers without if they didn't exist if they turned off their tracking overnight the world would change in an instant well i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt you and i'm gonna give you the perfect example here and i'm gonna give you a book to read neil uh, I believe I it was 2004. <laughs> Neil's like a little half and half on the book, but I okay. have to read no, a there, book. There's 2004 <laughs> presidential candidate uh, Howard Dean. Oh God, the scream! Well, yes, the scream. But here's the thing: Howard Dean, his political campaign, he kind of started late, but what ended up and how he actually came to prominence was through this thing called Meetup. So Meetup was kind of like the, about the same time as Facebook, where it was yeah, it was kind of like this uh, um, almost like Craigslist Facebook combination, um, where you found a group to talk to about a similar issue, and then you all meet up together and you have this group conversation at a coffee house or wherever else or something. And so Howard Dean, that's how he got his grassroots movement of going through this, and like they were talking about what he was going, and soon it went from like a group of five to a group of twenty to a group of a hundred, and so like they grew out of these spots, and that's where his political political campaign grew out of was out of this grassroots movement, all word of mouth through the internet through this new social media thing they show up first primary iowa caucus i believe he finishes like fourth next one he gets like second or third and then it gets a super tuesday and he starts winning states in which point he's given this really excited speech and in the middle of it he unleashes the howard what's now known as the howard (gasps) dean scream which is just a yeah of just him being excited as he's carrying it's barely anything as he's carrying on but that scream that clip of the scream and it wasn't even 15 seconds what even six seconds what even three seconds was replayed by his competitor so much and the republicans as well even though howard dean lost the nomination that that's what that election came about so the book the revolution will not be televised by joe trippy 
Joe Trippi was the campaign manager, kind of documents the rise of Howard Dean's political movement and how that actually led to Barack Obama's political campaign. Joe Trippi wasn't there, but he had done some uh, political campaigns, um, I believe, for Gore and then also Clinton. So he has experience running successful campaigns. But that microcosm really talks about how the internet is playing a role and this was written in in the aughts, um, but how the internet is going to play a role in political campaigns going forward. So the revolution will not be televised by Joe Trippi. Highly recommend you pick it up. Um, kind of fascinating read about the the time in which it which that. Um, another one is also Bowling Alone, which is about the the um, social fracture fracturing of bowling leagues where people. Um, specifically people would go come together in bowling leagues, men's and women's bowling leagues. They talk politics, they talk other things Mm -hmm. and they would have a sense of community. But then in the eighties, they kind of started fracturing and splintering apart. Again, I'm in a bowling league too. So I see this. Like you're in a bowling league. It's still kind of happening. Um, but it's the same group of guys that have been bowling for a number of years together, 30 some odd years. Um, and that's just like some people that I know that are in the league, but it's the same ones without a whole lot of new blood coming in. It's that old guard. There's not younger. There's not a younger crew that's coming in and filling those ranks and getting that social connection. And and so society has kind of taken a down downfall a little bit because, in part, because bowling leagues have seen a decline. Now there's other things to coincide, but that's the metaphor that they use. And there's a whole bunch of other things. But uh, Bowling Alone, I forget who wrote it, but it's it's also one of my uh, favorite social science books. Hmm. Joe, the Joe Trippy one's a much better read. It's more it's more of a page turner, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> well, I think it's also one of the first examples of how quickly the Internet turns on a person. Yep. We need to change the topic, though, because Andrew Andrew's looking glassy eyed over there. (laughs) I'm doing fine. You guys continue. (laughs) We did. I mean, I mean, I guess we really did go politics and we went there. I Um, thought we were going to go religion, which probably would have been easier. But (laughs) exactly. Well, it allowed me to flex my my social science brain muscle that I don't get to flex that often. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, to from my perspective, um, this whole conversation, like, I see it from a different point of view, which is as the point of view of a parent. And it's very different to see your kids involved in this stuff and have to make kind of have to be a to be a parent. Um, it's tough, because I know you know, as an as a grown adult that came, that grew up probably the the last generation without major internet access for a significant portion of our young of our young lives, uh, you know, you know where you stand. But trying to watch kids navigate the space is very challenging. Um, figuring out how to give them the right level of exposure. Because you you can't go too much one way or too much the other. It's just not possible. You've got to keep them. You have to keep them relevant and socially accepted by their peers. But at the same time, you can't let them go off the deep end and fall into this this black hole of of sheer just you know literally programmed response to to social media you know cues and triggers and you know anxiety and depression that that can consequently cause. So. It's it's challenging stuff. Um, it's heavy stuff, and it's 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 the t- it's our time. It's where we are right now in this 
right now in this time. I'm going to give you another crazy. thing to watch or to to check out, Neil. To read, um, to watch no, this. I got time. a lot of homework. It's called it's called Screenagers, <laughs> and it tracks kind of the um, the effect that being on a screen has with our our young people, and yeah. specifically one one family. And it led to me actually downloading an app. Um, but if you have a new iPhone, like it has, it tells you how much screen time you have, mm-hmm. um, per week, which maybe we need to check out how much, how, how long, how much are you logging on your screen time? That could be a fun thing. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, mine's pretty embarrassing. It's rather high. Uh, but that's all Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's all my Star Wars game. But, um, <laughs> But with that, even before, and I started using the app that's recommended in this documentary, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on my phone a lot. And the app will track anytime you turn over your phone, even to look at the clock when it lights up. It'll count that as screen time. And so, and it'll say like what activity you were doing, if it's spent on games or internet or scroll or what, it'll track all of that. Um but it, that documentary follows a family and like one, the teenage girl, it's, it's really disturbing. Um, it's very disturbing. And so it's not easy. And I'm, I know we have some uh, parents that do listen to this. I do highly recommend that you do check it out. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon or somewhere else. Screen agers. Um, but just, just be cognizant of how, much screen time your your students have um, or your young people have. Even in the time of COVID, uh, that is one of my concerns with my job of trying to make sure that um, when we're doing Zoom classes, that it is not the same Zoom stuff that they are typically doing. Like they're like they're not taking notes. They're not doing anything. Like they're creating strictly peer engagement and recreating the, the, the environment as much as they can about being around people as opposed to putting in work or doing anything. Um, but just getting that engagement factor. Um, cause we, we can't do anything else where they're in class in theory for three hours every day. Like that is, you know, our, the developing brain is not ready for that. And zoom, uh, zoom fatigue and is a thing and even for adults it's hard and like we're just not meant to stare at a screen for as long as we are like blue light's not good so yep so listen to this podcast while you're on a jog or something (laughs) go go outside (laughs) we'll say that at the end of the podcast here i thought this was gonna be wrapping it up but yeah we'll wrap it up but okay you said that at the end of the podcast so if they got to this point Oh, it's while too they late were to inside. go on a jog. Ah, damn it. Well, you, you'll have to splice it in. No, nah, it's not going to happen. Beginning. But you should go for a jog anyways. It's good for your health. <laughs> I thought you wanted to learn more about editing, Andy. Which, oh, no. <laughs> we, we, could, mean, we could plug this. Um, for those of you that are interested, some friends of Andrew and I um, are encouraging us to do a 5K, a virtual 5K. So um, we can get that information out to, um, to you on the Facebook. Um, if five people sign up, like we can get our our uh, um, our registrations refunded, so it could actually make Andrew and I do some physical exercise on a this. virtual five k. What is this? What is? Can you explain? Oh, it? Geez. 
So it's a no, because my joke is always like, "Oh, a virtual 5K." So what I don't have it? to actually do so it. So just imagine running 5,000 <laughs> yeah, right? meters. No. no. So it, between a certain date and another date, you have to run 5K, so 3.1 mile in one thing. Submit your time. You get a shirt or something along with it. Um, but it's the way people are doing these races or marathons, half marathons, whatever that they do. Um, so I did Bloomsday own. this year. So Andrew did Bloomsday on his own um, virtually. So did, you know, you got to pick your own route. You got to do that. And so. So you've already done it, Andrew? You've already done yours? This is an entirely different race. Yes. He's bringing in the conversation between friends. So the, the same group that we did the Tough Mudder with. Oh, I did it twice. Marty did it once. Then he broke his ass. Um, the the bump is still there. <laughs> the bump is still there, guys. This virtual 5K is like an ass safe zone. But Hannah was talking about jogging. So we could get everybody jogging and listening to an episode of the podcast while they do this 5K. Ooh, I don't want to jog. I'll do it. If we can get 20 people to register, that covers all of our registrations. You yeah. said five before. Five per registration. Yeah, it only covers one. Just just oh. pay the $35, Marty. Well, I will. You have to pay $35 to run 5K? You get a shirt. Virtually? And, oh, you get the shirt and yeah. you get to participate. Okay, There's some other things fine. you get. It's nothing great. It's, All right. I don't know. Hannah cool. was telling people to jog. I'm just trying to bring, saying, it, bring it back. It was very offhand, Marty. And then you it's extended the podcast. My... You're welcome. Further my your editing skills. Look at this as a chance to further often. your ed- editing nope. skills. I'm not, not. This is all just going to roll on. Uh, all right. So, if you guys actually listen to this podcast while well, on a jog, please tweet at us or find us on Facebook at Plans Are Optional. I forget what our Twitter is. And optional plans. Optional plans. We've had conversations on there. I'm also well. I'm also going to post my cat, uh, cat pumpkin, so you can tell me whether it's too sexy or not, or if it looks like a Pokemon. And that's about all we got. Uh, on on Facebook, plans are optional. She already said that. Oh. Yeah, I thought I got that. Cut that out. Also, we never figured out Andy's costume, so throw out ideas if you got them. No, because by the time they listen, it's going to be Wednesday, and if I don't have a costume by Wednesday, Halloween isn't happening. Okay, never mind, guys. Halloween is dead. See you guys. Bye. Bye.